Hello, this is Robert Rickover at Body Learning, and today my guest is Imogen Ragone, who's an Alexander Technique teacher and website designer in Wilmington, Delaware. And in this uh, podcast, Imogen's going to actually interview me on the topic, The Power of Doing Almost Nothing. Imogen, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. I'm very glad to be here. This sounds um, extremely interesting and thought-provoking. Yeah, so explain what you mean by doing almost nothing. Well, and I'm thinking uh, initially uh, in terms of using Alexander directions, uh, whatever kinds of directions you use doesn't really matter, that in my experience, um, they are most effective if they, the softer they are or the lighter they are. And so by, when you say soft or light, mm-hmm. can you explain what you mean? Um, yeah, I mean no uh, attempt to concentrate on them or hold them tight in any way mm-hmm. or um, any trying not to forget them, um, mm-hmm. that that kind of thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, yeah, th- that that's the sort of thing that I'm I'm thinking of. And when I teach uh, new students directions, I I'll often say that the of course the direction has to be a useful one to be mm-hmm. effective, but equally and maybe even more important is how that direction is delivered by you to you. So sort of like the quality of it is just as important as the substance of it. I believe that to be yeah. the case. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I found that many students, um, when they start experimenting with directions, uh, have, a, in, have an inclination to concentrate on them or mm-hmm. hold them or keep keep them going in a kind of a forceful mental way and i and what i found is that when i can get them to uh take a much more almost you might say a more relaxed attitude towards using them that is mm-hmm. uh, carve out little periods of time for experimenting and these i typically have have them carve out quite short periods, you know, uh, ten seconds, twenty seconds, or even shorter sometimes, mm-hmm. and experiment with using a direction in it in the course of doing an activity, and then perhaps experiment with throwing it away and then bringing it back, and when they are in the mode of using the directions. I tell them ahead of time, it's a given that you're going to forget them pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. And when you notice you've forgotten them, you just gently uh, forgotten it, you just gently bring it back again. And I'll have little exercises I do to to kind of encourage that. And most students are pretty good at that if they're given, if in some ways it's kind of a relief, I think, for people because it means you don't have to try so hard mm-hmm. you it, and it and it fits in very well with the idea a sort of a related idea that the 
the state of being freer, let's say, let's say you're using a freedom direction like I'm free or my neck is free, the state of being freer is there always, potentially, and it's just a question of choosing it. It's mm-hmm. not, and there's no effort in that any more than there's effort in turning on the lights or, or you know, some simple activity. You, you just make that decision, and but you don't hang on to it. You, 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 you just bring it to bear, and then you may notice that you've forgotten it. You just bring it back again. That's kind of what I mean by light. And, I, and the reason why I think it's so important, at least, at least in the West and maybe in other parts of the world, I think we're very, we tend to have that kind of light um, background to thoughts that are very general, like, oh, what a nice day it is today. Mm. But when we get specific, you know, my neck or this activity that I'm doing right this second, um, it tends, we tend to, uh, in a way, kind of narrow our focus and add a little oomph to it, a little mental and, I, and naturally then physical tension to it. Yeah, and it's just occurred to me as you're speaking, I think there's also a tendency in our culture, if something is good for us or it seems to be working, then we kind of think more is better. Exactly, and exactly. It's and not I very don't often think... not the case, or certainly not in this instance. No. Maybe and... in quite a lot of instances as well. Well, I think um, that that idea that more is not necessarily better, but in fact maybe worse in a sense is true of a lot of fields um a, a few that i'm familiar with uh and i'm not an expert in any of these but um my original thought was this is kind of a homeopathic approach huh. to directing now for our listeners who are not familiar with homeopathy I, I, it's it's not on everyone's lips these days. I think perhaps more in England than in North America. There, there it is a, a a kind of a medical system that's quite different from the standard one, and there are devotees for sure. And it it's based on whatever the appropriate um, medicine, as it were, that you're going to get, or the material that you're going to ingest as part of the process that it's typically diluted and it can be diluted various amounts and in that system as i understand it um, the more you dilute it the more powerful it is and 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 even to the point where there's nothing left that you could identify as the material kind of the trace of the material um, so, I mean, that's an interesting example. It go, it's, it's a very different idea than, say, Western medicine, where I, I don't think that idea would hold particularly. But there it is. Uh, less is definitely, in their view, more powerful in terms of the intervention. Uh, so I'm just thinking off the top of my head, and I'm going to be sort of devil's advocate <laughs> <laughs> now, go for, go for I'm, it. going back to Alexander Technique and directing, mm-hmm. uh, would it be possible to go so light that you're really not even? Yeah, I think so. And, yeah. I, and, and what I say is 
the the softer you can entertain that uh, direction without it being totally lost. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and, yeah. And right. I ha- I I have little exercises to play with that, so that yeah, it's not it's it's not magic. It isn't like you think about it and then I don't know somehow dilute it in you know vast amounts so that mm-hmm. you're not even you don't even know what it is anymore. No, I mean when you are thinking the thought, you're, it's a very the directions very are, conscious, are yeah. they're very definite. Mm-hmm. They're not the directions themselves are not at all wishy-washy or vague. They're very specific. But it's the delivery mechanism that yeah. I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So another example, it's actually kind of similar to homeopathy, and I do have a lot more experience with, is is meditation, at least the kind of meditation that I've been exposed to, which I, I guess is uh, essentially Hindu meditation. Mm-hmm. Um, I was introduced to it through transcendental meditation. I don't use that anymore, but I use something that has the same basic idea, which is you're given a mantra and you repeat it and you are told very emphatically that you're not to hang on to it or try to hold it or anything like that. It'll disappear and then you may even go to sleep, in fact, in that system and then you might you might then notice that you've forgotten the mantra and you just bring it back again. So there's no huh. grasping. There's no holding or grasping and in fact... I remember when I was in my TM days, the Maharishi uh, told a little joke once uh, on one of his videos about some guy who started meditating, had these wonderful results, and said, well, I think if if a little bit of that's doing so well, why don't don't I uh, up the effort a little more, you know, and -hmm. get better results? And then, of course, he, he, he didn't. So... So th- that's certainly uh, a, an example. It's very close to the Alexander technique in some ways, how you mm-hmm. use your thinking process. And then yeah. another area where I, I believe this holds is in the martial arts. I, I can remember seeing a video uh, that was made some time ago by some famous Tai Chi masters. Anyone who knows Tai Chi may may know about this video this old little guy um asking all his top students to come at him one after the other Mm -hmm. or even together and it's just astonishing because they all get flung backwards against the wall (laughs) and it's an incredible uh thing to see and i think that it is generally true in the martial arts that you're after um it's how you're how you're organizing yourself to deal with say an attack um not to not to fight it head on but to maybe even give a little bit and then go for the kill or whatever <laughs> whatever it is i don't I, and this is an area i don't know a whole lot about but i think that principle ho- holds true in that field and there are lots of other examples. I'm wondering if, if this is related when you see um, an athlete who's just really in the zone on form and and they just seem to be doing these amazing things with a just effortless ease, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, it isn't exactly easy. They've got a lot of skill behind it. But in the moment, they're not over-efforting. They're not 
is is that yeah. i think that's related to the martial arts right they exactly. are they, they if they're an athlete they are certainly creating effort to, yeah but, but the there's no unnecessary system. effort yeah, um, very related to alexander as well so sure. i think if you look at that the famous fight between i think it's muhammad ali and uh i can't think of who the other guy was sonny liston maybe a long time ago uh, where where uh, Muhammad Ali was fighting someone who's much stronger than him, mm -hmm. much bigger and stronger, and he he ultimately won by on the virtue of his uh, because of his agility, he 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 moved so quickly that you know his opponent couldn't really focus on him, and uh, if you watch watch him in that fight, he he's just floating around the ring mm. with you know there's no extra effort there mm -hmm. there's no there's no extra effort at all or even someone who kind of exemplifies alexander principles even though he never had any alexander lessons a guy like fred astaire yeah, yeah looking at his movies turn off the sound and just watch him and forget the forget the dance scenes just look at him when he's walking and talking and you see just nothing unnecessary there uh, right. There is the effort of walking or speaking, but there's absolutely nothing extra, and it's as far as I can see with him. So, I mean, to me, this is like getting to non-doing. Yeah, and um, so yeah. it's almost like a non-doing approach to giving directions. Well, let me read you a quote by the great man himself, okay. F. Matthias <laughs> Alexander. I've just pulled it up on my computer screen here. This is a direct quote. This is the principle of the whole work, that is the Alexander Technique, not to do something but to think. We, re, we redirect our activity by means of thought alone. This principle is the hardest thing of all to grasp. People just don't see it. Yet we know that it works. It is demonstrable. And there are many other quotes by Alexander that kind of... Um, follow in that same line. In fact, one I just posted on Facebook today, the less you do, the better off you will be. Is, is yeah, I mean, I think line. you have to understand the context of that quote. Well, yeah, but I mean, he, he means, I think he I, means, I understand what yeah, I yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, he emphasized Th that really what you, 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 it's going to help you is the, is the power of thought and not not muscular doing, although yeah. that will come, you know, but as you do you the activity. But aren't you saying also the, the power of the thought can be s stronger or lighter or well, more I think so. or less effortful? And yeah, I don't think he ever thought about that as much. I don't know. I think he he just wanted to get people away from excessive muscular activity and uh, well if you think about it if you're over focusing on that thought you are using more muscular activity That's right yeah So yeah so I I I think I'm not sure with Alexander I have to say I'm not sure that he I I don't think verbal directions were his strong 
suit really if you if you look at his directions his original directions say back in the 20s and 30s uh, they were they were kind of a mouthful and i think people got pretty frustrated trying to project them i think his strength was you know using his hands but that's kind of a a topic for another day so i'm not sure he was quite as in tune with the ideas that I'm talking about right now in terms of if you, if you are going to use your thinking to change yourself, it's really important to use your thinking well, I guess is right. how I would put it. As, as with everything else, yeah. right? And, well, yeah. and with thinking about yourself, changing yourself, I think well means soft or whatever the word you want to use that we, we discussed earlier. Yeah, I- I'm just thinking, in a way, it's like really making sure you're only thinking. Because I think when we put effort into our thinking, it's when we're doing something as well as thinking. I'm just thinking on the top top of my head. Um, And that could be... Because it comes... When I start focusing on something, then I've got tension in my neck or I'm furrowing my brow. So there's something else going on as well as the thinking. Yeah, exactly. It might um, be a very subtle something else. I, yeah, right. But it's it's a something that involves some tension. And pretty often with thinking, it involves tension in the head, neck, upper torso area, which, of course, we all know has a lot of importance in the Alexander world. could be furrowing your brows. It could be uh, sort of tightening your eyes, that kind of thing. And of course, as I'm thinking this through now, of course, we know that just thinking does have a physical effect, mm-hmm. even in the most positive sense. So, yeah, I don't think there's, I don't think, separate it completely. Oh, so absolutely not. I don't, to, I don't yeah. think there's, you can ever have any thought without there being a physical correlate of right. some kind. So it's not that light, light, effective, powerful, self-directing doesn't involve any physical um, manifestation, manifestation, but the the manifestation is going to be way, way softer than if you concentrate on it. You know, you can just look at, look at someone, you know, who, who you, you would look say across the room at someone, you know, and you say to yourself, boy, he's really concentrating on that project. And what tells you that is usually, uh, manifestations of physical tension. Exactly. I mean, if you can, if you could say that by just looking at someone, boy, they're really concentrating on it, then it must be something visual at some level. And it's, I would say almost certainly um, muscular tension. Yeah, I agree. So that's basically the the what I wanted to to talk about today. Okay, great. That, no, that yeah, no, that's fascinating. That? Yeah. yeah, that's great. Thank you. <laughs> well, thank you. So, um, my guest today, who interviewed me, is Imogen Ragone, an Alexander Technique teacher in. And website designer and a social media guru in Wilmington, (laughs) Delaware. And I'll put a link to her site, my site, and uh, a general site about the Alexander Technique by this interview. Hey, Imogen, thanks so much for this. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you.